This time, it's Personal, a music review podcast about sharing songs and telling stories. I'm Jamie. And I'm Galen. Let's listen to some music. Galen, hello Galen, it's summertime. So it is. It's summertime, feeling good, feeling like... um, Okay, good. Mm-hmm. You know, quarantine it's levels of quarantine. Good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm referring to this summer as um, summer vacation summer, um, and I keep saying that in my head because it feels like it to me. Um, missing out on some things I love to do, and a lot of things are closed, and activities, after school activities, have been canceled. So I'm trying to come up with fun ideas and enjoying the simple stuff like a walk or a bicycle ride but um a through line this time of year is good songs man summer tunes and other songs to get you feeling uh, emotionally engaged over the warmer days that's true i've been listening to a lot of stuff weirdly like a lot of hard stuff not hard stuff but like hard (laughs) you know stuff to get cranked up get turned to um i don't know why it's just i feel like it's it's a good uh i don't know a good outlet for all of my intense feelings to just like listen to some wild shit sure um and uh the advantage of uh working from home all the time is that i can just leave my house and put on some headphones. I know you're not supposed to do this. And go on a bike ride listening to some horror shit. <laughs> and just like shit. get a get a sweat going. Yeah, man. Hard shit, huh? That's That sounds uh, intriguing to me. Yeah. I, today, I, the stuff I'm bringing today is a mix of that. Like I, it's some of it's there, some of it's not. But um, I don't know. My, I guess I'm going first, so I'll, I'll start going. Um, yeah, the stuff I'm bringing today is I, I kind of cheated on our format a little bit and I'm doing sort of two different artists, but also sort of the same artist. I'm doing two remixes of, uh, Portugal, the man songs. So most people probably are familiar with Portugal, the man. I don't know if you're familiar with Portugal, the man. I am not. Okay. So, uh, they had a song called feel it still. That was like a huge radio hit, um, that is, a certified slapper um, and super, super good. And so one of the songs is a remix of that and one of the songs is a remix of... uh, I am tabbing over to look at what the other one is a remix of. um, Live in the Moment. Uh, So we'll do a fun little uh, audience participation thing here. Jamie, you get to pick which song goes first. Ooh. Hmm. So we've got Live in the Moment remix... Or actually, I'll, t- I'll tell you who the remixes are by, and you can that'll maybe okay. let you pick. Okay. So we've got "Live in the Moment" remix by Super Organism. Oh, I know of them. And then we have a uh, "Feel It Still" remix by Lido Lido L I D O. Okay. Uh, I want to choose the one I want to hear first is. Feel it still, and I tell you why because I'm really excited to hear the super organism one, and I kind of like that uh, looking forward feeling. All right, um, so this is going to take you to Certified Slapper Town, um, and you're about to get your shit rocked. So <laughs> I'm ready. I'm strapped get in. Get ready. I'm strapped in. 
right. Here it goes. I could keep my hands on myself. Take out just a moment, put them back up on the shelf. Kiss my little baby girl as a knee. Then I'll come and I'll let feel. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks now. I've been feeling it since 1966 now. Might be over now, but I feel it still. Let me kick it like it's 1986 now Might be over now, but I feel it still Got another mouth to feed Leave it with a babysitter, mama call the grave digger Yeah, dude That is wicked That's like, um That's like, um it's not too much, right? That's like a a Goldilocks slapper. It's like mm-hmm. it's not not TM, too much. Yeah, yeah. It's not too much. It's not too little. It's just right. Uh, lots of payoff. Definite head head bobbing song, man. Great, great summer tune, also. Totally. I uh, this one is is almost entirely just to tickle the foley artist in you it surely did i heard all kinds of stuff in there from old film projectors sirens car buys uh city ambiences maybe people talking i really like that old film projector like click 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 yeah sounds the thing that stuck out to me when I first heard this song is the beginning of the beat is made entirely of gun sounds oh so it follows a sequence where it's like yeah man i did not even get that i was soaked right into the song i'm like what's happening i love this sort of stair stepping teasing me in mm-hmm. thing it's like it's like the free sample at the food court at the mall it's like yep uh, that food is probably delicious <laughs> yeah yeah one of the things so like this is actually something that i i feel like we talk about a lot on the podcast and it is maybe going a little too deep on like music theory, but it's something that I appreciate. And it's something that I think a lot of people appreciate about music, which is like vocalists and the tone of a vocalist and the way that they sound and the way that they sing. And I mean, we're both, we're both big fans of the vocal fry. We're big fans of, you know, like somebody who's really belting it for, and you could feel the emotion um, I'm a big fan of people who have super weird voices just because it's such a just draws you in um, like Sylvan Esso when we you brought that that became like one of my most listened to bands for I mean I, I listen to them probably once a week like I listen to them all the time yeah. and I introduce them to my mom and my mom listens to them all the time now <laughs> and one good. of the things that she always talks about is she just loves the I can't remember her name but the lead singer's voice mm-hmm. and she's just like I just love like the tone of her voice and the way that she sounds in contrast to the beat and the backing and all of that stuff. And I feel like this song is a bop for sure. It's a good head, head bobber. It's not hard in the way that this, like this has got that like big tubber bass, you know, like yeah. this is going to, this is going to hit you. Yeah. And um, what I love about this is that they didn't, go and really fuck up the vocal like they didn't push the vocal to this place where it's like as intense as everything else and that guy's voice the lead singer he's very he's got very soft very gentle 
very controlled voice mm-hmm. for being in falsetto a lot of the time for being very kind of like and he's very airy and soft and i think that that contrast is so cool like that to me is why this lives in the goldilocks zone yeah i definitely agree that's uh part of what i was saying like it's it's not too much like you know the word remix always makes me a little weary that things could be pushed to the limit of remix. Well, it's because it's normally said like, Due to listener feedback, we no longer accept this type of behavior. <laughs> um, and people push it in, they're like, they're adding filters and EQs and weird sounds to really push the remix. But I feel like this was not um, like that. It also wasn't all stacked, like piled st- sounds piled on top of each other like remixes are that s- sort of sound muddy. Um, it opened up in like a stark way that was sort of like open and empty. I want to listen to it again to hear those Foley components of the, the, the gun parts and stuff, but it sounded so open and, and not overdone. Um, that bass that you're t- talking about was so cool too, that like, like rounded bass in it. Yeah. Something that I liked about actually the way it drops is that it doesn't, it's not everything hitting at once, like you're saying. Like, the actual drop where it gets intense is that bass, but then they actually pull out a lot of elements, and so it's very focused. It feels very simplified, and so the intensity comes from what elements are still in there rather than just, like, you're just being hit with everything at once. Mm-hmm. Which is more predictable. Yeah, I think it was, like, a minute and a half or, like, a minute and 24 seconds <laughs> into it mm-hmm. that... uh um, that bass came in like that, but yeah, it didn't hit me over the head in a way that was confusing. It was, it was great. I like it. I could see you riding around listening to that. I could see me riding around listening to that as well. Safely, mm-hmm. safely, of course. Of course. Overall, that truly is a slapper. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would like to say that this is, this one here, That's a... this one's a slapper. I can guarantee you, sir. I would uh, classify that as a Goldilocks slapper, <laughs> uh, being that it's just right. That's a, that's a Category 4 Goldilocks slapper that we've got on our hands. Let's hit Superorganism's remix of Live in the Moment. Radio voice. When I was young. Oh man, that track is fucking out of this world. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, you picked the right order. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man, that track is fucking out of this world. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, you picked the right order. Yeah, I'm so glad I did that. I had to start that over halfway through to just get it again, and I almost did it about five Mm -hmm. more times, but I thought that might get a little much. I mean, 
I'd listen to it. <laughs> I'm smiling so hard right now, and I laughed a few times during that, but not out necessarily out of comedy but or humor, but just out of, like, it's fucking funny how creative genius these people are. Yeah, totally. The superorganism touch on that. I love that group, but holy, holy hell what they did for that, man. That's a very cool song. Yeah. So that's Portugal the Man, Live in the Moment, remixed by Superorganism. Yep. What do you think? Have you listened to the original version of that? Yeah, we can. So, I mean, whether we cut it into the show or not, we could go and listen to those tracks if you want context. We could throw in some snippets. Well, I know the other track. Feel it still. Yeah, you've heard you've heard that one. Yeah, but I've okay. I've not heard this. Um. Yeah. Can we listen to a little bit about? Yeah. Let's do that right now, and then we can come back in. We'll we'll throw a little snippet in the show. Well, it's it's really different too because it's like the original song is very dark and like big and anthemic and like it feels very um, intense and kind of I don't know it's like it's got one note not or not one note but like it's got one kind of aesthetic direction and I feel like the superorganism one takes it in such a different one like it goes in such a crazy mix of ideas and like flavors that it's such a stark contrast to the tone of the original yeah it really is i was trying to write down what i heard in that remix and i was just i wrote in all caps on my notes come on because oh, <laughs> I, I couldn't even handle it and my yeah. my second note is just B-W-A-A-M-P, all caps, which stands for... Oh, yeah. Blomp. <laughs> for sure. I feel like Superorganism as a band is just designed as a like listening challenge exclusively for you. <laughs> it's amazing, man. It's like it's like if Michael Winslow from Police Academy <laughs> was a band, it would be Super Superorganism. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, <laughs> I I one of the things I wrote down on this is I feel like. This track is congested <laughs> and in a lot of ways because it feels like that bass is sort of this like, I don't know, there's something about it that's got this sort of like, like yeah. almost weird burpy bass. And then like a huge portion of the sounds they use in that are cuts of sneezes. <laughs> um, and as I don't know why, but it's just... The balance of those things gives me this congested feel. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that track. That bomp, that big bomp thing. And there's so many sounds that popped out of it. And there's some familiar superorganism type processes of like having sounds seem close to you and having sounds seem far away from you uh, and all that. But none of it really distracted me. Like I was bobbing my head, I was smiling a lot. 
because that's what they make me do. But, you know, that's it's a solid remix. And I think it took a great song by Portugal the Man and turned it into much more of a journey, if you will. Um, <laughs> and it, it carried me <laughs> it carried me on this journey, which was like it seemed like there was more sections to the songs. Like there was a more of a progression throughout, like the the cacophony of congestion like you mentioned seemed to build and uh it kept me on my toes so i wasn't i wasn't predicting what was going to come next and like we've talked about it in the past but i love songs that i can predict what's happening because it makes me feel relaxed to know what's coming but i also love when things shake me up emotionally uh and make me feel emotions i wasn't planning on feeling and you know music when you first start hearing a song it's easy to go, oh, I know I know what this song's trying to make me feel. I mean, they set it up with such a weird opener. Like the like like just these weird vocal chops. I don't even think that's from the original song. It's such a different mood than you're expecting. Um and I actually think that's one of my favorite things about this song is like it's kind of got it all. It's you know, it's got the laughs, it's got the drama, it's got the emotional weight, it's got the release, like it's, you know, it can do all of those things, um, which I feel like is such a fun, I don't know, such a fun journey to go on. <laughs> Come on this journey with me and superorganism. <laughs> Just go on the quick journey. <laughs> <laughs> to get some owly boy. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that is really really good. Uh it's like a non-stop head bobber song. It was it was really good. There was parts of it too that maybe were manipulated from the original or maybe added because that bass wasn't just bomp bomp. There were sections where it would go like bomp 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 and just keep going down. I don't know. That pulled me in. Uh, I think that's helped helped add to that emotional uncertainty that I was getting from it. Um, and then uh, some things that stood out was like when it's like la 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 la, <laughs> throwing yeah. a rooster out of out of left field. Oh, and then it's like wake up, you know? Yeah. S- still, my favorite uh, my favorite chops that they have are in the chorus. Where they have like the like, mornings. Yeah, like it's just like hard cut away from everything, right in your just ears, this... just like drilling yeah. into your head. Yeah, and then the other one might still is my favorite, which is like, uh, the line that's like, "So long, farewell, later, dude." Yeah, <laughs> I wrote that down too. I was like, "Was that a Bart Simpson sample?" <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. the One of the things that I think is really fun about this track, and it's sort of similar to the other remix, I think that both of these do super well with having that contrast to the lead singer's voice. Yeah. No, it's... it. The whole thing turns out smooth, but Super, super Organism took a little of the polish back off. Like, they roughed up the glossy finish in a nice way. Totally. I feel like... The the mental image I always have with superorganism is you're like looking through a prism 
and you're like seeing something, but it's just refracted into all these weird tiny little pieces. And you can kind of tell what it is, but like each thing is like so distorted that you can you're only catching a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a moment where they cut together two different sneezes, so it's like, and there's a hard cut. They don't disguise the cut at all. It's just a like a ha huh? from one thing, and then a <laughs> from a different sneeze. <laughs> yeah, that's a smart cho- a smart choice. Why don't we cobble together some sneezes? Yeah, exactly. For the remix. <laughs> oh, th- those are both great tracks, and I see what you mean by sneaky, because there's mm-hmm. a lot of music going on in those two tracks. That yeah. collaboration from a lot of pretty awesome minds out there. Yeah. Well, and I think that the theme between the two of these really is like they're remixes that are doing something unique with those original tracks that make them into totally different songs, and they're not just a re. They're not just recharacterizing the original song in a different, slightly different flavor. It's like a whole different experience. That's excellent, excellent track. Uh, I think that that's all of my notes, except for that I want to listen to it all week long, maybe all summer long. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that always happens. It's just a default these days. That's sort of the point of all this. Oh yeah. It also has encouraged me to stagger my two songs, which are going to be from different artists. But I guess I'll give you a choice, too. Today is going to be audience participation. Um, there's two songs by different artists, unless you have anything more to add. on. No, I'm ready to to have new music to listen to, selfishly. There's two artists that are different, two two bands that are different. And this music style and genre is also different. Mm, a little sampler plate. Yes. Sounds like going to take me on a musical journey. I'm about to take you on a journey through your ears. <laughs> <laughs> Get your ears packed up for the road. Okay. So you can go for <laughs> a little bit. I don't want to say they're, one's not a banger and the other one is, but one is... Definitely going to slap you a lot harder than the other one with in your neck. And the other one might slap you harder in your heart. heart. Ooh. So hmm. do you, where, where do you want to, what do you want to end on? You know, think about how you want to feel at the ending. Like, just like, wow. Or like, huh. Hmm. <laughs> Let's go. Let's. Let's take it to the heart zone, and then we'll come back around on getting slapped in the in the bump or whatever you said. <laughs> and, uh, uh, we'll we'll deal with that as it comes. Slapped in the bump. We'll wait. All right. Um, okay. So thi- <laughs> that's perfect. Well, cool. That's, that's a great. Lead, that's a great lead into this. So. Um, so that brings us to this band that was started in 2007, and it's weird because I've heard of all the components, all the people, like the people that make up this band have other bands that I've heard, and I was like, mm. just never heard this. So um, this band is called P.S. Elliot, and mm. um, DJ Johnny Mayday introduced this specific thing to me. Anyhow, this uh, this band is called P.S. Elliot from 2007. 
the record title that this is on is Introverted Romance in Our Troubled Minds. So you can see where that might be a more of a heart song. Um, and the track we're going to listen to is called Incoherent Love Songs. The same hair color, the same tattoos, you got unlimited resources, there's nothing to lose, you make a choice. You're always afraid of dying, and I know I've been destined and I failed you without, but I've been heartbroken and I figured out we all make a choice, and I've never been afraid of dying, but it's fine. I'm already hardly alive And we keep on holding on Hostile or withdrawn And it's our way of life through it Every day and I don't really care to stop it But There you go. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I that that hit me. That one got me. That one got me good. Good. Um yeah, I don't know. Like it I got this wave of of nostalgia both for this type of music, which I used to listen to a lot. Still do, but not as much. Um but just like I was hit with like a bunch of stuff there around I just tell it it took me back to a time in my life where this type of music was prominent and all of the ways that I felt when listening to this type of music and man that yeah I don't know that got me for real for real for real excellent uh, it it hit me like that the I only heard it for a first time a week and a half ago and I've been listening to it that and the whole album on steady repeat because I heard it down the hallway at the end of the studio and was like, what the hell is that? Cause the same thing, I started feeling all these feelings and I wanted yeah. to know why. Yeah. I mean, it. so like, first of all, her voice is just like great. And is just this like knife in the heart type of voice. It's just hard to not like, I, I didn't catch any of the lyrics with any specificity, but it's the type of voice where it's hard not to believe everything they're saying. Like, it's just like gets you. And I was, I went through this whole kind of series of thoughts of like, this would be a great live show. Cause I can just see them jumping around on stage and really getting into it. Um, but like it, it actually teleported me. Well, first of all, I think I'm, I'm in the perfect situation currently for being affected by a song like this in that, I'm sitting in my room on the floor with headphones on, which is like exactly where I would be <laughs> listening to this type of song. Like when I was a teenager. Yes. Um, and so like this, like I'm, I'm primed to be emotionally wrecked by uh, a bunch of, you know, young folks banging on drums and shouting into microphones about how they've been hurt. Like that's, that's gonna, I'm primed for that to hit me. Um, but it, actually teleported me to and I'm unfortunately I'm not blowing the spot blowing up this spot because it doesn't exist anymore um I would never do this prior to 
the spot going away, but it teleported me to Healthy Times Fun Club. Um, okay. Healthy Times Fun Club was a venue. It was an underground venue when I was a teenager that uh, does no longer exists. It was in a basement of a theater, uh, and it was one of those places where they didn't advertise shows and they didn't um, sell tickets. It was all free, and it was a no drugs, no alcohol place because it was run by this couple that owned the basement of the theater and they didn't have a venue license or anything. So it was all underground stuff and huge acts played there. I saw Kimia Dawson there. Oh, whoa. Um, I saw, I mean, these are local guys, but, uh, and before they broke up, but, uh, at the time, Natalie Portman shaved head, uh, now, or then they became the Bright Futures, and then they disbanded. But <laughs> I saw them there, and it was maybe the most incredible show I've seen of theirs. Um, but, like, that venue was just a dirty basement filled with couches and shelves with board games and stuff. And it's the type of place where you're just in this crowd, uh, you know, of everybody hanging around in this basement and in a corner... You know, this girl is yelling into the microphone and jumping around and smashing around as she's, you know, screaming her heart out. And it's just like, I literally wrote, teleported to Healthy Times Fun Club, where all I could do was feel. Yeah, man, that's radical. Like, that's just like such a moment in my life, because I used to go there all the time for these shows where you'd hear about word of mouth, like, oh, these people are playing, and you would go over to Healthy Times Fun Club and just like... Get your shit wrecked emotionally. Yeah, that place sounds actually pretty pretty badass. It was incredible. It shut down um, shortly after, like, probably when I was, like, I don't know, 17. So it was a short run. But, wow. man, that place... That place burned bright while it was while it was going. That's so cool. I mean, especially thinking about that now in mid-quarantine, can't see shows of any kind. That sounds like a real... A real sanctuary for listening. I only yeah. I, we had like a it was like an old firehouse in Redmond that used to have killer shows and a lot started a lo- Redmond, Washington, and start started off a lot of bands. But similar thing, you couldn't party there. You know, they weren't selling booze. You know, it was all ages, and it was such a, um, a fertile soil for listening and uh, and playing, performing, and all that. Yeah, I mean, the Kimia Dawson show I saw at Healthy Times Fun Club was she literally sat down on one of the couches and would like be like, hey, everybody, shut the fuck up for a second. And then she would like play a song and then like stop playing and hang out with people for a while and then like, you know, go over to a corner, find a spot, and then get like, hey, hey, hey okay. And then she'd like play another song. And it was just sort of like, you know, there was no boundary for a stage or anything. It was just these people playing music. Like, it felt like a house show, but it was, like, I don't know, heightened. Yeah, man, that's that's awesome. I, I'm so stoked that you got, like, a serious emotional response to that song. It's rocking, yeah. It definitely makes me want to get up and dance around. But it also makes me feel stuff, too. And I, I uh, encourage you to listen to it more maybe on a walk or or something where you can dig into the lyrics because it took me a few listens to get to it but there's some repetitive and very medicinal 
lyrics in that for me right now. Um, and there's one line that keeps going like, it helps us to remain valiant, you know? So it's like talking about remaining valiant. And um, I don't know. Everyone's having a hard time right now, especially emotionally. And like valiant, right? The definition of valiant, I wrote it down for this, is possessing or showing courage or determination. So like being able to be valiant right now is like so awesome. It's like carrying a sword and shield around. Um, so I heard that in this song and now listening to it more it's sort of empowering me to feel a little bit more in touch with my feelings and okay about it because everything's been so crazy man right like we're all feeling fucked up and bored or sad or lonely or scared and all these feelings right now and it's like how how do you even begin to process this process it well let's go back to healthy times fun club parts of our all of our lives when we were feeling all of these things before like scared emotional lonely sad like Mm -hmm. in intense ways you know it wasn't uh pandemic but it was puberty and it was pretty fucking hardcore too you know totally i think that songs like this help then and help now um there's other good lyrics in there that are medicinal for me as well like uh, talking about being not ashamed of trying you know like Mm. that's a big one uh for me i don't know this song hits me lyrically and and musically it doesn't hurt that like they smash you over the head with an almost hootie and the blowfish level of explosive harmonica at a few points Mm. in the thing and you're like what (laughs) like that's not bob dylan harmonica that's straight up (laughs) like 90s rock and roll harp like that's yeah a different choice but it's i like it it pulls me in and it helps i think like you know the crash test dummies also did that on a few songs back in the day (laughs) or something but yeah the lyrics are so good and then there's like i don't know it's pretty classic but there's like a breakdown where it's just like yeah straight up clapping and then and then a a bass line it also feels reminiscent, like almost like maybe like the Pixies or something like that um, that, that comes back in. I don't know. That's, it's a great song. And what's crazy, and, and this is my last note on this, is I've listened to everything I can find in the last two weeks that they've done, and almost none of it sucks. Like, it's, it's, almost, it's almost all really good. Like, not every song is like that that's just like... A plus, but I give their whole discography an easy 3.0 grade average, if not higher. You know, like passing grades on every song. <laughs> like, and you can't say that about s- almost any artist that I listen to. They all have a few songs where I'm just like personally not into it, but not this band. Uh, the only thing I have to add is I might have picked the wrong order because I don't know if taking it back to Bangertown is going to be the. The right closer on this, but we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm. I'm. My heart is open to get, uh, to get slapped in the butt or whatever. <laughs> slapped in the bwomp. <laughs> slapped in the bwomp. That's what I said. Um, I will try to try to do that softly. I know we have tender hearts right now, but um, not all the way closed off though. I'm not gonna slam the bwomp shut because okay. Uh, I I know I've mentioned this artist to you just in social hangs, 
but I've dug a little bit deeper and I find her music to be really interesting. Uh, her, the artist's name is Little Sims. That's Little ah. S-I-M-Z. She's uh, London. I think North London um, is where she comes from uh, and lives. And she is writing crazy good songs. But her lyrical content is feminist. It's political it's powerful, it's potent, and it's like... Um, so I'll play a track before I talk about it anymore. But um, this is off an album called Stillness in Wonderland from 2016. And um, this track is called Picture Perfect. Welcome to Wonderland, Simbi. Trust in your intuition. Bitch, I'm the man, I was scared, give me your hand, take you to Wonderland, man, it's really in the plan, but fuck all your plans, it's gone. Wolves how where any arrow cross a man, I'll devour you in a second Better mind how you walk through Making it out alive is something to hope to On my life, there's wonder and terror and beauty and nature Independent here on my own, still doing it major Hey, you cannot be on the phone, so do me a favor Oh, but wait, slow down Rabbit holes where it goes down Do not interrupt the flow now Look at me, eyes peeled, know you're gonna be healed I've been down in nitty gritty and stayed in the hills I've been all over the world now, but never to chill Been exposed to finding things and Italian meals What a change, Wonderland is amazing Damn, son. <laughs> right, dude? God damn it. Her <laughs> shit, like... So, it, it you, you, you introduced me to her stuff uh, before the podcast and like when we were just hanging out and I listened to a couple of her tracks and like fucking nobody <laughs> you're not allowed right. nobody's allowed to fucking do that like it's just like every track just hits so hard like her the combo of like the beat and her voice and her flow and like the flavors that she chooses for her songs feel like so fresh and it's just like god it just like hits you in your stupid idiot face with just like ah <laughs> every time i like i, I wrote down <clears throat> like mean mugging because i was just the whole time i was just like the concept of mean mugging to me the concept of this just grimace that covers your face is you're just disgusted by how much you are enjoying the thing you're listening to. Uh And that's just, that's how I feel about her music all the fucking time where I'm just like, ugh. Like, ugh. I just like viscerally am disgusted by how much I'm enjoying this music. Yes. Oh, God damn it. Insane. Insane. Insane music. This stuff is like on a whole other level. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that might be my favorite description reaction <laughs> in our podcast history from you. <laughs> yeah, I I feel similar, man. It's just like, wait, who is this? Like, how is this not on the top of every chart? I don't know. Yeah. Jeez. <clears throat> yeah, it's fresh, right? It feels different. It's got familiar elements of so many things we all love, but it's different. It's more 
conscious, maybe more. I don't know. The kids are calling things woke, like yeah. that sort of thing. I'm not I, sure. Well, it's it's different though because it feels like it's from the heart. It feels personal. The thing that I hate about like I'm I'm not. I don't want to dunk on anyone specifically, but maybe I'm dunking on Common because just like conscious rap, I just always get the vibe of like, I'm doing it for my city. Right. Like, I'm here to represent. We're here to bring it to, you know, for my city. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's just this abstract, none of it feels personal. And all of this stuff feels so from one person's head mm-hmm. and like so in in that way it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel political first right i guess it doesn't feel conscious or woke first it feels like it's really intentionally crafted music by a specific person first and the message that's in there happens to be political and woke and whatever yeah like, I think that's a great way to describe that. There's a message in there, and it feels modern, um, but yet familiar. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's there's a lot of elements in there, especially that song. Um, it has this element of, I don't know what you would call this genre of music. It's not exactly klezmer, but like the the scales in this song and the use of like the saxophone in the kind of this wailing way. Um, it reminds me of this band that I kind of grew up around called Circestra. Um, and I'm, they're sort of like a klezmer-ish band. Um, but just that sort of like, it's just this very specific, I don't know, It's yeah, there's a very specific sort of like influence uh, from klezmer music in there, which is like a very... Um, not not generally what you hear in like big slap and hip hop songs. No, not at all. You I mean you rarely hear that in any um any kind of you have to go looking for klezmer music, I guess. Uh it's yeah. not, it's not part of any sort of bangers or slappers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but the horns in that are great. I mean, this would be like hip hop that I could hear like walking through the Grand Bazaar in Istanbul or something, and then this starts blasting, and you're like, holy hell. Like, it feels it feels global versus regi- yeah. regional, you know? Like, it could be anywhere in the world. Um, you know, even though she has an accent, it could be from anywhere because of that. Right. And, like, the horns are massive in it, and, like, the whole time. Like, you could almost, like, it's like somebody marching down the street. I get visuals of, like, you know, New Orleans or something where you see all, all like, videos of people, like, just playing horns and, like, marching down the street and stuff. It's, it's like that. I could see, like, a group of people walking to this, just blasting those horns. I don't know. Her voice, her articulation, and her cadence all together are just, like, addictive to me. Like yeah. across her albums that I've listened to, and I don't know. I I shared that one track with you from a different record, and I was hooked on that forever. But much like anything, you know, like the potency wears off, and so I couldn't just keep listening to that one song. So I started looking for that next hit from her, and this is what the track I stumbled upon, and it and it really hit the spot. Or if I was if I was a boxer, maybe this would be the song that played <laughs> when I came in, and, you know, into the boxing ring or something. Like it's so epic and cool, 
And yeah. like, it makes me feel cool because it's so cool. I don't know. It's this is your wrestler intro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Something. Come in and throw off the cape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so good. Yeah, so there's there's a little punctuated bang. Music, music to put somebody in a full Nelson to. Yeah. Or accept a, an award or just get my photo taken 10,000 times. Yeah. Yeah. Music to feel big too. Mm-hmm. Music to feel big too. That's that's what it does for me. Yeah, I would I, as to make a recommendation for anybody who is struggling with finding ways to feel uh, less crazy is maybe don't. Maybe lean into uh, putting on music real loud in your room and dancing around for an hour until you are sweaty and exhausted, and just leaning into being kind of crazy and. You would be amazed at how cathartic that can be. Thanks for listening to This Time It's Personal. Our intro and outro music was made by Diogenes and myself. Links to all the tracks used in the episode will be in the show notes. Be excellent to each other. Goodbye. 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 Eat Kellogg's. Try a spoonful of of Kellogg's. <laughs>